wanna party. Party just for you. We just want the money. Money just from you. I know you wanna have it. Party just for free. Girl, you got me dancing. Dancing shit for free. We just wanna money. Money just from you. We just wanna party. Party just from you. I know you wanna have it. Party just for free. Girl, you got me dancing. Dancing shit for free. That was like a four-minute intro there, Daniel. It's 40 that was seconds. really that long. That was really long. I just wanted people and to hear. And it didn't even climax. It did. The machine yeah. turned on. No, you blew no, with me. I didn't even get to hear yeah. that this is America. You didn't even say this is America. I didn't want it to say this is America. I wanted to cut where it started so that we could say this is the slice. Okay. Oh. <laughs> God. Awesome. So, guys, we're taking the weekend off. Uh Oh. I'll talk to you later. I'd be okay with that. All right, bye. <laughs> uh, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Tuesday. Welcome to a very uh, this is the slice to you. <laughs> it seems like a very non-eventful week after the last couple of days, to be honest with you. But uh, we've got Paul. We've got Shane. We've what got up? myself, Ortega. What's going on? Hello. Um, we're going to talk about uh, a pretty eventful weekend for one of our favorite people on the planet. Kyle Lowry. But, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Buzz, your girlfriend. <laughs> Woof. <Bluff. laughs> um, we're going to take some time to talk about uh, Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover's very eventful weekend where he headlined Coachella um, and put on a, an, uh, on a f- phenomenal show and then uh, previewed. Um, some new music via a movie that was released on Amazon Prime on Friday, right after his performance um, to the public. So we're going to talk a little bit about Guava Island. We're going to talk a little bit about um, what Shane and I have seen from his Coachella set. And we might even allude to some of the stuff that we saw back in September when we saw him live at Scotiabank Arena here in Toronto. Um, let's but yeah, allude. Let's, uh, let's kick it off with probably the most surprising thing this weekend. So we knew that he was going to be headlining Coachella, and we know that he's a great performer. But Guava Island kind of came out of nowhere and uh, took me by surprise quite a bit in terms of what it was. But I'd love to hear everybody else's thoughts before I share mine on Guava Island. Um, Shane, you wanted to kick it off because you've got probably the most thoughts around it. Here's my hot takes. Okay, ready. Do you want to start with one and then we try to like respond to it? Don't like no, blow your, don't give list, us your whole load right away. I'm gonna list them off. All right. I'm gonna blow my my load here and give all of them. This is your load. All right, here we go. Don't get it in your eye. My my issue, my my issue is that Donald Glover, I find that his accent throughout it fluctuates, disappears, comes back, disappears, oh, yeah. comes back, disappears, comes back. Oh yeah. Don't need to do the accent. I would be fine without it. Uh, I would say throughout the movie, thankfully, we get a lot of the typical Donald Glover humor, which is nice. It's pretty true to who he is, I'd say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm jealous of his head wrap in the beginning. <laughs> I think it looks great. Jorts are back, 100%. Uh, and at one point, I believe you can see his pubes. And that was, I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Uh, I know That's I, not what I, I know I led you on to believe that. I didn't think I was gonna say it was great. I gotta be honest. But I was expecting very different takes. Yeah, me too. Uh, no, I thought it was great. Um, one of the cool things with this technology that he, I mean, he launched it on Amazon Video, which uh, was a I guess a big thing for them because they're trying to take on 
Spotify and uh, Apple Music and everything like that with these streaming with their music exclusives. and stuff. Yeah. So what I thought was really cool at one point, my parents called me downstairs to switch my laundry. Thanks, mom and dad, interrupting my viewing experience. And I paused it, and it used something called Amazon X-Ray. So I don't know if you guys paused it at any point while you're watching it on Amazon Prime. But pretty much what it does is it tells you in that scene that you're watching who the actors are and what song is playing. Oh yeah, I did notice that. I just That's didn't. Really know, cool. I didn't know that that had the name Amazon X Ray. I've seen that in like because I watch. Uh, I watch the Grand Tour. Yeah. Like their car, uh, their car enthusiast show sometimes, and I've seen like I watched a little bit of Jack Ryan. So I did notice that they do give that information. I didn't know that was branded as Amazon X Ray. Yeah. So I think that's kind of cool because that also opens it up now to like, is that a, that piece of technology? If I'm watching live concerts, I think would be wicked. If I don't know what the song's called, I could pop that up and and take a look and find out what song's playing right now. Um, but I, I want to say throughout this movie watching music experience, Donald Glover is my dancing spirit animal. I agree with that. I thought of you way more times than I should have. The amount of times that he's shirtless is, <laughs> is what I strive to He's like to if be. you and Gabby had a musical child. Yeah, except I wear button ups with no shirt under them. And that's Gabby just much, takes his shirt off. That's his whole essence throughout this, this viewing experience. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I'm a huge Donald Glover fan. It's a look he won't let go. He won't. Have you noticed? Like, yeah. it's been since 2000, what, 12? 2012, he was like, I love Hawaiian shirts, and sometimes I don't fully wear them. They're just, like, somewhere near my body, but not actually on it. It's like Donald Glover, at some point, when music is involved, he's like, just a second, I gotta take my clothes off. Yeah, he, like, his, he lets his creative energy throw through his, throw, throw through his nipples. Flow through his, like, nipples. <laughs> It's interesting physical transformation too, because I remember the first time I saw Donald Glover. At some point, he decided the same thing. He was like, "Hold up, I'm wearing too many clothes." And it was like 2010. This guy, he was like super toned and jacked, but there was some point, like 2012 onward, where he was just like, "Uh." And now he's like, he's not a he's not a pudgy dude, but he's not like a super jacked dude. But it's just like there's moments that we were talking because we were just watched the Coachella performance again uh, earlier today, and. I felt like there's moments where he looks jacked and then he doesn't look jacked like immediately after. It's really strange. He, he's got a very he, strange body. Dad bod, man. He's That's got his a dad bod. Bit of dad bod. Um, but he, enough he about does his physique. Have a kid. He does. It's yeah. his. It's his literal he's dad got a body. Kid? Yeah. I didn't know he was a dad. Did you not listen to that last album? Yeah. It's all over it, man. Great. I thought it was just an illusion, though. No, he uh, he has a he is a father. Not an illusion. Sorry, I thought it was a. No illusion. It's fine. not an illusion, but and it is an illusion. It's an illusion. Yeah, you so. got it. You got it. That um, illusion was not an illusion. It was true. So your thoughts? Uh, great. You enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I definitely recommend it. Uh, I, I do it, have to ask one thing though. Yes, I'm please. sorry. It's a it's a it's a lingering question. Don't give me a number. It's not a number. I want a number, but it's not a number. It's a uh, what did you think about <clears throat> the music? So what have you felt about the stuff that he shared so far? Because I think that. Um, it's not a take necessarily, but a lot of people that have been talking about Guava Island have been talking about how it felt like a trailer for a lot of his new music. Oh, yeah. Um, what did you think of the stuff that was shared? You know, Saturday is in it, which we heard mm -hmm. on SNL very early last year. This is America, Summertime. I know that you talked about how you liked Summertime Magic a lot. I loved it in that, yeah. Was it mm. Summertime Magic that you liked a lot? Yeah. yeah. You feel like summertime. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, he's singing to Rihanna at one point. Yeah. So Rihanna think, was great in it. What did you think about the music in the movie then? Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was good. I, I agree with the whole thing of like you didn't get a full like being a fan of musicals, you don't get a full musical experience out of it, but you get enough to understand the vibe that he's going for and what it yeah. what this new project is supposed to mean to him. I mean, 
I felt lucky enough to witness some of uh, your homeland uh, recorded very beautifully. You're, you're, from, very beautifully. you're from Guava Island? Cuba. Oh, Cuba. Guava Island is Cuba. It is. It was yeah. filming. It was filmed in Havana. There was a secret. They had uh, to give some history behind it. It was filmed in secret, I believe, while Rihanna and um, Donald as most Robert things done in there. Cuba are. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's been. Well, Questlove, <laughs> Questlove was there in 2016, 2015, and I believe he. So yeah, I'm only hearing about it right now. Cuba, only, land of secrets. <laughs> I only found out about it when I got back because the internet wasn't a thing. Um, but yeah, so you like the music and the, and, the, and the thing. How do you feel more generally just about his new music in general? I mean, I'm a, so what I love about Donald Glover, and I'm going to compare him to somebody else who, if you listen to the podcast, you know I'm a huge fan of Kanye West. And I've talked a long period of time about how an old interview I always hung on to with Donald Glover was saying that he was trying to emulate Kanye West and say mm. his album releases weren't album releases. They were meant events. as experiences and events. And this just goes right in line with that. What I love about... Donald Glover is the fact that you can look at Kanye West and say, man, I miss the old Kanye and I don't like what he's become. But you look at Donald Glover and you're like, I love the evolution of Donald Glover. Like yeah. I love every experience that he's put out. Some of the mixtape days, not so much, but I love what he's put out and, and the progression of him. And, and I hold him in the same regard that I did when I first started listening to him and trying to get you to listen to him. Um, and it's great to see him come up the way that he has, and and I I will gladly listen by whatever his music. He's one of the artists that like as soon as it comes out on any medium, I buy the record, I buy the CD, I buy it digitally, and then I download it legally. Yeah, I mean it's interesting because for me, like my history with with Donald Glover is as a comedian, and so it was hard for me to ever get into the whole um, like the childish Gambino moniker because. I remember him doing like shitty filmed Derek comedy sketches on Okay, YouTube. whoa, 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 whoa. Shitty filmed. I didn't say that they were shitty sketches. I love the sketches themselves. Okay. They just were not shot. As long well. as we're as long as we're there. Yeah. I will not have no, no, I will not have amazing. the good name of Derek Comedy when, besmirched. When we when we saw Gambino in September, we were in uh Italy a couple weeks after and one of the nights was spent watching Mystery Team and oh, then man. Mystery Team's the, so good. And then most of the uh, the Derek comedy stuff. But the, that's when I first found out about him. Uh Luca, a, a very close friend of mine, yeah. um actually sent me the 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 Jerry, like the pooping sketch when he goes into the classroom. <laughs> and just repeatedly So keep in mind I like the skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that cool kid Jerry? <laughs> One more thing. <laughs> One more. Oh, man. I think he pooped his pants. Right? God. We could do but a whole it's... podcast just talking about Derek Comedy sketches. We could talk about Donald. I mean, we'll do, I'm, I'm sure we'll do a deep dive uh, of Donald Glover one day because I, I, I think that that'd be a lot of fun yeah. for us to do. Anyways, so knowing that that's the Donald Glover that I had basically known my entire life up until, uh, up until we saw him in community um, and we started to see them a little bit more... Uh, commonly in in different forms of media, when I found out about Childish Gambino, um, he he almost sounded like a parody a little bit. Like he he never was really self serious. Um, I think there was a lot of like he was. There's a lot of talent. So the thing I'll give him credit for is from a technical level, mm -hmm. like he could wrap his ass off. But it, to the subject matter, just to me, was like this sounds like Donald Glover rapping rather than like a, a, an yeah. individual personality, an individual style. And I think he was trying to discover a lot of himself. So I'm not. A, I can say this. Now is I'm not a fan of camp. I'm not a fan of 
a lot of his early work, it really was when Awaken My Love came out. And because that was the year that Prince passed away and that Awaken My Love almost filled that void of, of, of a Prince album not coming out that year. But it, it feels like a Prince record to me. And I've, I've said that a lot over the course of the last three years is that Awaken My Love, I think, is perfect because Prince passed away in April. And then there was this lingering, you know, um, um, sadness over over music. And then you have this album that's beautiful and amazingly produced and not what anybody was expecting coming from an artist that didn't, I, I personally, I didn't expect it from. And then the album has now probably, I don't know, I play it every couple of days, I'd say, uh, beginning to end. I love it. I think it's amazing. So there's a self-serious now to Childish Gambino that has allowed me to maybe um, appreciate him a little bit more. And I'll give credit to Shane. He's been trying to get me to listen to him for a long time. I think because the internet is something that was a huge oversight for me. I go back and I listen to it pretty often now. But even because the internet has those moments where I'm like, he still sounds kind of like rough around the edges and he's still trying to figure out that, that element of self-seriousness. Anyways, yeah, the childish Gambino, I was telling this to, to Shane earlier today, this past weekend, like put me over the edge on childish Gambino. Like I think Donald Glover is probably the most talented artist in the world right now in a lot of ways just because of what he's done with Atlanta because of what he's done with his music and the evolution that he's shown as a as a as a visionary um you know obviously his acting abilities his singing abilities his writing abilities his directorial abilities his his ability to really just like put everything that he's good at and just weave it so intricately and that's the reason that I loved Guava Island so much is that you have that signature comedy of Donald Glover but it's shot really well and there's a really really heartfelt story underlying undertoning the entire movie and then on top of it you get this great preview of all the music that we've been listening to over the course of the last couple of months and you really see the way that I guess he maybe sees his music being made he was able to yeah. take this amazing scene where he's in the docks in Cuba and recreates uh, This Is America just using the equipment in the place that he's actually working in in the movie. So little things like that. Like I, I just think that creative energy is he's at his peak right now. But to Shane's point, like it's not one of those things where it feels like it's going to be exhausted anytime soon. It feels like he's just aging and becoming more and more proficient at what he's doing. In a lot of ways, to me, he's actually surpassed Kanye because Kanye's always had that Ooh, kind of rough around the edges. Big take. I, I, man, the concert that we saw in September might be one of my favorite concerts. Like, I put that concert right up there with Glow in the Dark. I left that and it I was, was incredible. Absolutely. Like, I think it was and an Ray incredible Strummer thing. And Ray Strummer opened for it. And Stray, Ray Strummer opened for it. Ray Strummer? Ear drummers backwards. That's Ray Strummond. No? I just say ear drummers backwards. There's no, there's no T. It's, yeah, it's literally spelled it's ear drummers backwards. I don't know how to say the band name. I'm pretty so. sure one of their mics broke halfway through and no one noticed. <laughs> Swaley. Swaley. So for me, Guava Island, amazing. I thought it was great. I thought it was shot beautifully. I thought, um, it, you know, it's short, it's concise, it gets to the point. It actually reminded me of Coco in a lot of ways, just with the animated beginning and with it really being yeah, centered yeah. around an artist yeah, yeah. with their Cuba's guitar. Cuba's Coco. <laughs> Cuba's Coco. Lover is Cuba's Coco. I think, I think part of that could also be just like the, the ambient Latino accent that come through and like oftentimes I think I'm the same like with you felt shame about like the accent sometimes coming is just like at some point I felt like his accent or yeah, the, his, his accent flutters. other characters also have accents there and it's just sort of kind of like I guess when I guess the intro video really sets the sets the tone that this is fantasy but it was like there are points where like the accents were floating in and out and just like what what the fuck is this where well, is think, this land I think what but it's I like noticed... I guess since there's a gods that we're supposed to be 
What I what I had noticed was that anybody that seemed local, knowing that it was shot in Cuba, there's a lot of like there's a lot of very accurate Cuban accents. So like the scene where the, the kids are attempting to to mug them, yeah, like that's legitimate. Like that's yeah. that to me, I was like, yeah, I remember like my cousins trying to speak English and and robbing you, yeah, and trying to rob me with a rock. And then that like that's that's what you would hear. But then you know uh, the the character that I think it's Kofi, Kofi's character, yeah, is Rihanna's like, character. Was that Rihanna's character? Rihanna's character is named Kofi. Yeah, so Kofi. So like that seemed a little bit um, like her accent, which is weird because she's from the islands, but it sounded like a little bit contrived. It sounded like yeah. she was just trying to like amalgamate different things. But yeah, the fantasy, the idea of it being a fantasy island because you have the villain who's in the movie. I forget his what his Red. name is. Red. Red almost had like a more Jamaican like. Like it, 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 it was still was it Caribbean? Jamaican? I don't, I don't think know. It, was it felt like it could have been African. Yeah, it felt more African. It could have been. Anyways, my my like my point around it is that you have these like disparate different accents, yeah. And it's just it was almost like an amalgamation of the islands rather than one specific island, which I thought was really really cool as well. But again, it just lends more credence to the fact yeah. that you know Guava Island is a fantasy island. It's not supposed to be a singular place. It's supposed to be like. An amalgamation. An I want to. I want to resist the urge to like go deep in on like Donald because I feel like <clears throat> Donald Glover is like one of those artists. I feel like somehow across my life, this wasn't like it wasn't incredibly prescient at 16 years old. But I feel blessed to have been like someone who got to experience Donald Glover and be a fan of Donald Glover since I was in high school. Yeah, I'm so and happy see, about that. <laughs> and just see the level of his evolution. Like I think very much like because the internet represents this point in his creative life where he is transforming he is moving past the point where he, a lot of his early rap however technically sound it is um very much he does have a, he does not like get away from the subject matter of like i have he's come across all this big dick energy and all he knows what to do with it is basically like wrap the shit out of all the people who bullied him growing up and just let them know like I'm a fucking superhero right now. I can suggest myself as Spider-Man and cause a whole Twitter eruption. This is how big I am right now. And none of you fucking believed in me. Here's two albums about it. Here's another EP about it. Here's a whole tour about it. All these people fucking love me. And he get at some point, it seems like, because the internet comes around, it's just like, this is not enough to validate me and I need to find other things in my life. And that's where we start getting this work right now where he's like, he's validated. He's... He's self-actualized as a per. I hope he is. I hope you're healthy, Donald. Um, and he's now like moving on in this point of his life and focusing on things like talking about his values, talking about things he cares about, telling stories. But Guava Island, I thought this movie was just really delightful. Like I've been watching a lot. I've been going back and watching a lot of like earlier movies lately. Like Criterion yeah, right? I've been I've been dipping into the Criterion Collection and trying to like getting into my like film hipster mode. <laughs> but one of the things I love about Guava Island is that it's very much the agenda of the... Like, I think as a trailer for his music, it sucks. Okay. Because of the... Like, there's five songs in total that get performed, right? Saturday, This Is America, Summertime Magic, Feels Like Summer. And then I think there's one more. So it's like three out of the five songs. That we've already Three heard. out of the four songs. We've already heard. We've actually heard for all of them. For a whole even year. Saturdays was performed SNL last year with This yeah. Is America. So. Oh, so then at this point, like, then I think we're at four, actually. It's four out of four. Every song that's in there, we've already heard. Like, he's yeah. not showing us anything we haven't seen before. But the actual film itself is just, like, it's a really, like, beautiful, fun story. It has depth to it, but on the surface, like, this is something that, it takes 55 minutes. You can just sit down and watch this. Um, Hiro Mirai, who I think is a name that people can't help. If you like watch, if you're watching anything good, 
chances are directing he's it. there. Yeah. He's either this, the like director of cinematography or he's involved in some other way. But Hiro Mirai is like he's a big time star right now. Yeah. He's gotta be. He did some of the best episodes of Barry, Atlanta, yeah. things like that, right? And one of the things I loved about I love the way this was shot and I love the way it's bordered off. Like it almost looks like you're watching it through old film because it has those rounded off edges. The color and like the color scheme of it is just like it's just this really soft, mellow thing. Like I felt more relaxed watching it. Um, the accent, like, I don't think Donald, like, I think Donald Glover was oddly miscast in it. <laughs> okay. I, I want to hear more about that. Yeah. So when you think about where Donald is at his best, I'm going to stop calling him Donald because I don't know Donald Glover and me calling him Donald is an assumed level of familiarity that I do not deserve. Just call him Gambino. Yeah. So like Donnie G. <laughs> Donald so Glover. Donald Glover is Donald at his Glover. best. Like Donald Glover's kingdom is the line between like wholesome and happy subject matter and the deep dark underlying truth like that is the space where he's at his best like in atlanta when he's funny about something that's deeply depressing or when he takes something like or when he just reverses that that space is where it's wonderful the character he plays demi he is just pure joy and it's weird he is because yeah. Donald Glover's smile, like when you look at Donald, Donald Glover doesn't like have that kind of smile. Donald Glover isn't that kind of character. Even when he dances and it's beautiful and it's fun, there's always the layer, like his his best performances are the ones where there's like a degree of madness he's also expressing. I mean, think about where, like, you think about Teddy Perkins in the episodes in in in, uh, in Atlanta, like his, his best work is when he's a little bit off. Yeah. Like he's a look bit at unhinged. the look at the present like look at the scene in the show before before like the rising and falling action of that of that movie, which I don't know if we want to spoil here, but like you see when he's dancing, he's like for that character, that's the apex. That's he's so happy. And based on like initially when when Kofi is like describing like what is Demi's motivation? Demi's motivation was he wanted people to love him as much as he loved them. And in that moment when he's holding that show and everyone loves him as much as he loves them. He's out there and he's dancing, and as he's having that fun, he still makes the crazy angry face. Yeah. Then that's Donald. That's Donald Glover coming out there. That's not. That doesn't seem true to the character. Because why would the character have that deep underlying anger? That's a. This is America dance. So it's weird to like. I like the movie, but it's like, this is not a Donald Glover character. I. I mean, I wonder if the reason that you see that come out in that moment is because the it's crazy guys. Yeah. Is because. Yeah. You have this whole underlying theme in the movie that Guava Island is a representation for America because it's all about capitalism and trying to get out. Yeah. And in that moment, Donald Glover is so close to getting out that he's making those faces because he's realizing what it's taking to get out. And then when that realization happens, then you have the fall, the climax and the falling action. So that is the character breaking when in that self-realization of what's kind of going on. Maybe I'm reading too deep into it, but that's kind of... Where I would put that yeah. in that singing moment because you have the radio ads, which he sings in throughout the movie, and he's got his like subdued, like harmonizing everything. And then when he's performing there is when you start seeing that, and you see that in This Is America when he does it in the factory, you see the eyes come back in. But you see that during the live performance because I, if I think about it, I'm thinking, okay, this is where he's noticing what it's taking and what the ultimate cost is for him to get where he wants to go and to feel that love right and you know there's a lot that happens underlined there that i don't want to say out loud because i want to give people a chance yeah. to watch it because it's not necessarily accessible for everyone because it's on amazon prime but 
I think it's. I think if you dissect that, I think that's kind of why you get that character break. And I agree with you with Donald Glover giving those like. When you see that moment, that's when you're like, oh, yeah, that's a Donald Glover. Yeah, this is Donald Glover, not necessarily Demi. How great is that performance of This Is America? I think it's amazing. How incredible. The added context of him being in the, it like working on, on the docks at that point, and he does the, ex, like, when he just moves into it, moves into conversation with it. Like, that's all. I, I enjoy musicals to some degree. I'm not big on musicals, but I thought that was such a smooth transition to it that if you're a person who dislikes musicals like you could you could you could fuck with this because it's like it's okay where he goes from the point where he's like oh you think america is all this you think that there is a that you think there's a capitalist paradise out here for you and then as he's making fun of the guy and the guy's like you're an idiot i'm sure of it i'm certain you're an idiot and then he goes and he he breaks it all down and he goes to the performance of it and it's just like yeah i guess the the other part of that too is like Truth. He contextualizes the song really well just to deliver it in a more like palatable way for people that maybe didn't get the message behind This Is America. But also just like from from my just my background and just for what I know about countries like Cuba that have that idea of, of, of capitalism being the American dream and being this amazing place. Like I think about family members that have, you know, like defected and moved to the U.S., that and the the reason that they move is contingent on that idea of America, but they don't necessarily see the reality of it. So I think, to me, it just it had that moment of like, there are there are people I know that are very close to me that that relate to that character very much. Where it's like, of course, it's this amazing place. Like, have you not seen what America represents? Have you not seen all the great things that can happen in America? And he actually is that like he's that tempered. We have it like not good but like it's not everything that you're making it out to be kind of thing so i thought that that was a really really great moment and i think that that you know for me that has context just because i've seen that through family and stuff like that but i can't stress how like how much that kind of resonated with me when it came out of that performance not only the musical side of it because i also just think like what he did with the with the machines in the background to recreate the beat i think that's all amazing but i also think the additional context there made that for me so that to me was like like, I, I put everything down. I was kind of just, like, watching the movie and doing a couple of other things. Like, I was on my phone checking Twitter and stuff like that. At that point, I was like, okay, I need to watch this. And I sat down and watched the full four-minute performance, and I was pretty blown away by it. So I do want to just kind of put a little bit of a timer on things because I do want to discuss the Coachella performance a little bit as well. Um, but obviously, like, yeah. really quick roundup. You're a big fan of it. You liked it a lot. Shorts are back, pubes out, chest hair, button-ups in the summer. Got it. Uh, it's delightful. You should watch it, whether or not you're a fan of Donald. Like, if you are a fan of Donald Glover, it's are certainly enhanced by that. Yeah. But it's a 55 minute short film, and it's delightful, and it's beautiful. It's beautifully shot. Yeah. Um, it is worth your time. It's currently sure. holding a 7.1 on IMDb and 86 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. There you go. Uh, for me, uh, shot beautifully. I think used color really, really well. Um, represented. I think what he wanted to represent in terms of the islands very, very well. I thought. None of the music actually seemed shoehorned in and fit very naturally with the plot of the movie, Um, especially Saturday, which is one of the songs that I'm most excited about to hear from his new project. I thought that was a really, really great performance at the end of the 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 movie as well. Um, So, yeah, definitely check it out. I'm also a big fan of it. Um, It is available on Amazon Prime if you are an Amazon Prime subscriber. It was free, I believe, until 9 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday, the day that it came out. But you can still find it on Amazon Prime. 
now if you'd like yeah. to check it out amazon and- prime's not a terrible service it's probably worth like checking out just if you want to see like alternatives to netflix it has sign up for your free yeah. one month trial of amazon prime so then yeah. you may watch guava island because it's worth it you can get short jorts shipped to you via amazon prime and get them next day for your LinkedIn. imagine if amazon x-ray is like, am, the products that they're wearing <laughs> in the before we go show. to the coachella thing i'm going to be holding you to this jorts thing because i've been trying to bring back short shorts for a while well, and been, if, i only wear short shorts all right well i, I demand that for the next couple of months that you and I are wearing short shorts. I need I'm, I need the guns to actually be out. I'm a local celebrity for my my gams. I always rock the gams out every time. It's summer. on Ortega. Are you going to be wearing short shorts? I can't. Mine on the got thighs for it, dude. Yeah, I he's got, got the tree trunks. trunks. We'll work on it. They're just going to uh, get tree trunks. Yeah, I want tree us, trucks. <laughs> I want us to be as naked from the bottom as Gabby is typically naked from the top. I do kind of like I want my physique to represent a little bit of what Childish Gambino was in this and then also Oscar Isaac and Ex Machina. Like if I could find it an amalgamation oh, yeah. of those two Oscar things. Oscar Isaac, yeah, they, that is a very similar body. Yeah. Oh, I want to be that. Anyways, uh, Coachella performance. Um, this was something I was very excited, so I stayed up till 2 fucking 30 in the morning on friday night to watch this performance that's how much i love the concert luckily enough somebody screen recorded it and took it off of uh the youtube stream and then i was able to download it and we watched it again this afternoon um but a couple of new things so the standouts for me i'm just going to go through it really quickly there's are there are some new songs that we heard that now have titles um that we saw back in september there's a song that i'm very excited about that was also featured in a google pixel ad recently which is rumored to be titled spirits or human sacrifice i'm not 100 percent. is that sure the yet. flash song by queen uh what What's is that that song of a flash like oh flash gordon God. no it's not no it's not that song okay Anyways, good because i fucking hate that song so we heard uh we heard algorithm again which was released as a free song with preacher yeah instrumental Sorry? With pre because the one that we got for going to the show, like there was a one without verse. Yeah, so this was like he's rapping it now. Like it's very very clearly to me. And one thing that I noticed in the performance is that a lot of the stuff that we heard maybe more rough iterations of in September are continually being refined. So algorithm is about I wanna say about seven minutes long, the live performance. It features a choir. It had a lot of great, um, you know, it has an intro. It has a really, really great bridge and a great, a great ending where he really prominently features the chorus. Um, so it sounded really good. Um, he's rapping on it. So it sounds a little bit more uh, like a bridging between Awaken My Love and Because the Internet. Um, I think that he shines lyrically on it. I think there's a lot of great stuff that he brought to the table. So I'm very, I'm very much looking forward to Algorithm. I've been playing the instrumental since the, since the concert, just because mm-hmm. it's very exciting. Everybody. Um, yeah, it's just, it's super catchy. Anyways, Algorithm was one of the songs that he played live that was new. He also played a Yeezus-esque song that's kind of him just yelling in like, I don't know what language he was speaking, yeah. but it was distorted I and very he was speaking auto-tuny. Guavanese. He was Guavanese. Is that his official Guava yeah. Island is, language? Is Guava Island's language juice? <laughs> Which is a great chance to it's, rap a reference. Juice. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So we got uh, Algorithm. We got uh, Untitled, New Song. We got uh, hu- uh, uh, Human Sacrifice slash Spirits, whatever it's going to end up I'm being I'm into called. Human Sacrifice. That's the song that I think As a that concept I in been, general. I have been very, very open about my excitement for that song, and it's still not released. And also some changes to a couple of other songs that he performed live. So he did Feels Like Summer. He does Supper Time Magic. Um, he performed This Is America. Um, very different from what we saw. This Is America live. Yeah. Um, so the drums were there. It sounded like a very full version of the song where the one that we had was a mim- uh, almost like a minimalist version of it. Um, and then No Saturdays, unfortunately. So we did not play that as part of his set. 
Um, what I'm very curious to find out, and we'll kind of have this as, as a wrap-up, is algorithm, human sacrifice slash spirits, and this Yeezus song sound vastly, vastly, vastly different than Summertime Magic, Feels Like Summer, Saturdays, and all of the music that was prominently fo- uh, uh, featured in, in Guava Island. I'm very curious to know what his project's going to sound like because there's almost this like peppy, upbeat, summertime vibe to some of those songs. Yeah. And then there's a very, very dark This Is America uh, spirits and algorithm all sound very dark and a little bit more like Awaken My Love. So I'm curious for you guys, A, what do you think it's going to sound like? Do you think it's going to be more of the former or the latter, kind of a, a bridge between the two? And... Uh, um, do you think that the songs are going to be actually on the album or do you think we're going to get a bunch of new material since it's been almost a year since we've heard Feels Like Summer and Summertime Probably going to I'm probably going to edge towards the new material. I mean, one thing we found like just from going to the show, just from being at his show to seeing the way this music has been represented when released on uh, as streaming as well as when we look at the show, like the actual movie itself that we just watched yesterday. Um his music has been very flexible and and genre bending, so I could imagine that if we do see these tracks on the album, which I don't think we will, because many of those tracks have had now a life um, outside of the album for so long right now that I think it would detract from the overall offering. It was just like, oh hey, here's uh, this is America again. I mean, this song that song has already been nominated for awards. So you think that's not going to feature on the album? It's, you think his album's going to be? Not I would, featuring a lot of the singles. I think it would be silly for it to. I would think it would be silly for them to be represented on a full album at this point. Can that, I throw I, out an idea? Well, go for it. Do you think that he might revise the songs and change them for the album? That if anything, I think it would be a dramatic revision to the point where us looking at how these songs fit together would be like, well, these are basically different songs. Okay. I think, think we're gonna see a split album. You think it's like like a double album, like Adventure yeah, Oxnard's Yeah, well, yeah, I think we'll see something like that, or we'll see like a split album, like where he's going to release two projects at one time. I could see him doing like Guava Island, the album, and then and whatever then else he's his, working on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah separate than that. Like yeah. I see, I don't think he's done with this Guava Island theme that he's going no, for, especially leading into the summertime. I think it's you're going to get a lot of those island type feel, yeah, happy go lucky songs on one project, and then you'll probably have. Because of the end of the movie, right? It kind of yeah. ends in a certain it's way. It's dark, yeah. It's kind of dark. There's that heavy blue presence, and then it ends, and then you hear she's telling a story to her kid. I didn't spoil anything because it's just a narrative. You said her yeah. and kid, so yeah, you didn't really spoil anything. Yeah. I got to be honest, guys. If, being, yeah. You should watch this. So anyways, I think there'll be a, an album that will follow up something like that, where okay. it's it's kind of her... Which is maybe what Awaken My Darling is, if you look at it that way. Awaken Can I? Love. Yeah, Awaken My Love, yeah. Do you think, okay, so a follow-up question just based on what you talked about. Which project would you be more excited for at this point based on what you've heard so far? Before I answer that, okay. can I throw out a counter theory? Sure. So the thing with the island, I think, just looking at his track record, I don't think we're going to see more from Guava Island because I think he's done this before. I think he goes to the islands for vacation. He goes in between projects and then he abandons like, that off of Kawhi, obviously. Um yeah, he's he's yeah. gone through situations where he goes he likes islands. He like he like he likes that tropical feel. Like he's talked about this in in interviews. And honestly, like if you're a Kanye fan, which we know he is, um recording things oh, like yeah, recording things away from civilization or like ex- like exploring that feeling of isolation in a beautiful 
surrounding is something that he likes to do and i think guava island might be that situation might be our Kauai right now before he goes somewhere else not to say like i wouldn't be happy with no, more yeah, of it I, I think that's a great it's possible that's a great awaken theory. my love like awaken my love i think for me represents like a creative maturity for him where he's just sort of like i, I can rap or i can't rap the fact of the matter is, is i'm donald glover and what the way i decide to express myself is beyond genres like i'm not gonna he's not gonna go out and he's gonna try to like release a rap album to get pitchfork to be down with him as a hip-hop artist like he's, he's going over to that now That's exactly no part of he's he he's beyond our earthbound rules well, he's, and that's why I compare him to Kanye a lot of ways, is that's what Kanye's done. Like, you can't call really Kanye. I mean, he raps, but is he really a rapper anymore? Like, he sings on a lot of his songs. He kind of he has a weird verse structure and weird chorus structure, and a lot of his songs yeah, I'd still, are I'd, very fluid. Like, they don't seem to have for a all particular of his, genre. For all of his opportunities and misgivings, I feel like you, you, still, can't, you still can't take away the, the pure hip-hop rap dwellings of Kanye West. I don't mean to say that as a limitation. I mean that to simply say, like, his credibility is so it's certified that Kanye West could to basically, like, Kanye West, Kanye West has the ability that if he were to release a country song and they were wanting to pull, like, a reverse Old Town Road and be like, no, this doesn't belong here, he'd be like, I'm Kanye West. I say what belongs here. This is my house. Yeah. Well, he did that kind of with 45 Seconds and some of the songs that he did with Paul McCartney. Yeah. Thoughts? To Shane. quote Derek Comedy, that's hip-hop, baby. I think Kanye you like West, real hip hop. Yeah, you like real hip hop. <laughs> you like hip hop. No, I, I chopped them up. <laughs> I, I I think what I'm stuck on is like I'm looking at the color theory in this movie, and I'm basing it off of the color theory of his last album and how deeply blue that whole album experience. The poster, everything for that album is all like even they did like a VR experience for very when dark. He did. The Pharaohs experience. Yeah, the yeah. Pharaohs experience. Oh yeah. And you could watch it in VR again, partnered with Google. But it, everything was like so blue. Like it makes me wonder. Like, is there a timeline to these projects? Like coming from that now, from Awaken My Love, because I know when he came out with uh, because the internet. And I'm kind of sidetracking a little. He came out with a screenplay, and I think that was his first dabble into like, okay, I want to make these creative experiences yeah. rather than just an album that I'm releasing. So I'm excited to see. Like, I think this album, this Guava Island, is going to partner with something, and then we'll get something else. I think. I don't think he's done. I know he said he was going to retire the moniker Childish Gambino, but I, I don't, don't think so. I don't see his, him doing it. His festival tour this year is also very much like he's branded as Childish Gambino rather than doing a rebranding. I could see this how being m- as how lot. much of that is a creative endeavor and how much of that is just from a simple marketing standpoint. Yeah. If I drop, if I go to like the mo, he has a pretty like. I feel like if Donald Glover wanted to wanted to achieve some level of anonymity, he wouldn't have to do very much. His name is Donald Glover. It's a pretty yeah. It's a pretty meld away name, and I feel like part of why he hasn't gotten retired, Charles Gambino, is that he has a lot of fans who aren't necessarily fans to the level that they're tuning into a podcast talking about him. That he might lose otherwise if he drops uh, Childish Gambino. I mean, argue, I mean, it's a it's a quick thing, right? People know who Childish Gambino is outside of Childish Gambino. I would yeah. argue, but people miss out on music and shows knowing full well the names of their art, favorite artists. But I think it's different because you're, you're if you think about your favorite artists, your favorite artists may just do music. When they start to expand, you know, people are a fan of Community. People are a fan of Derek Comedy. People are a fan of Atlanta. How do you not know Donald Glover as the person? 
because of all of the stuff that he does outside of his work. And I don't I want love to dive... all three of those things, but one of those things is a YouTube one of those things is a YouTube channel from the early 2000s. The other thing is a failed comedy show on NBC that's been canceled, dropped, picked up and canceled I, I again. I would not say failed. I would say it's beloved and there's a lot there's a, it has it's, a definite it's cult certain, it's certainly beloved, but the fact that it ne- like the fact that it's never it would never achieved anything close to stability says something about its marketability. And Atlanta is great, but Atlanta is also like a dramatically different scope of project and very much much not for everyone. But I still, it, even then, I still think that there's a recognizability to his name just because of the quality of content that he's put out outside of Childish Gambino. Yeah. And I don't think I have a, a lot of artists have that going for them outside of artists like Donald Glover who are doing a lot of work outside of music and music is just one of those side things. He's about to be the star of one of the biggest movies ever in Disney's in, in Disney's uh, back uh, catalog. How, how are you not going to identify Donald Glover as Childish Gambino when the narrative ramps up for that, especially with him doing tours around the time of when that movie's going to come out? I just I think that there's a there's an underlying continuity between Donald Glover and Childish Gambino that aren't, isn't there with other artists. Mm-hmm. You don't know the Sean Carter to Jay-Z, but that's because Sean Carter doesn't have a million other things going on outside of it. Obviously, you know that name now. He owned that, the Brooklyn Nets. But that only. But here's my <laughs> point, is it only came about when he started to branch his, his influence outside of music, which I think Donald Glover has already done. And I, I would argue he actually did a lot of that before he ever got, ever got into music to begin with. Um, but I mean, maybe a topic for another time when we do a little bit of a more of a deep I'm dive. I'm so on ready for the Gambino. Donald deep dive. Well, we'll, uh, well, maybe we'll get to it sooner than later. I think it'll be a timely thing when we hear, uh, whatever he's got cooking and we finally hear some of the complete versions of some of these songs that we've been listening to for the last six, seven months. I'm very excited. It was a great weekend. Thank you, Donald Glover, for all the quality performances and quality content that have come out since Friday. Um, looking forward to Lion King and then all of the other endeavors that you were bringing us this year. Yeah. And that's a wrap on our Guava Island. Okay, it's childish Gambino, girl. Drop it like the Nasdaq. Move white girls like there's coke up my bum crack. Move black girls, cause man, F it. I'll do either. I love B, I love P. Man, I should be running PETA in Adidas with some short shorts. P O O. We're just gonna let him do this. Other big thing this weekend, just last topic. Uh, he was also airdropping people at the at Coachella photos of his Adidas collaboration and then allowing them to pick up the shoes for free. Why is this? Why He's just the coolest guy. I know. I'm just, cool. Oh, hey, don't mind me. I'm just going to airdrop your phone. Some people might send you sloths. Some people might send you their dicks. I might send you both and new shoes. Yeah, so people were able to pick up uh, the, the, his Adidas Originals uh, collaboration, which we'll probably see by the end of the month. It's slated to release later in the month. But he, he was dropping photos of the sneakers, and then people were able to go and pick them up. So there was a lot of people on festival grounds actually carrying around. Man, Donald that's Glover's fantastic. Sneakers. So pretty cool. Big Yo, audience, them. one last thing, though, before, before we sign off here. Audience, listener. Yeah, you. I'm talking to you. Enjoy these April showers and turn on Awaken My Love. If it's raining, just turn on Awaken My Love and listen to I'm it. I'm going to listen to that on the ride home. Hopefully I yeah. don't crash and die. Just listen Baby to Boy, that album. I think Baby Boy and Terrified are probably my two favorite songs. The Night album. I Met Your Mama. Great that song. song. And it plays at the beginning of... of uh, of Guava Island? Guava Island, yeah. It's that's the guitar that he's alluding to. Wow, 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 wow. Anyways, check us out on social that's media music. at the Slice TO on all forms of this social media. This is the Slice TO. Check us out on the on obviously all podcast networks that were hosted. Uh, yes. if you have any thoughts around Childish Gambino, Donald Glover and this past weekend, please share them with us and look forward to a intro and likely a deep dive on Childish Gambino at some point in the near future when we get some concrete 
news about whatever projects he's working on. Um, Let me poke you, ma. Right you. Oh. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us on Tuesday. Um, you'll hear from yeah. us again on Thursday. It's been a slice. It's been a slice. It's been a slice. My D is like an accent mark. It's all about the, the overeat. Hot like a parked car. I sound weird, weird like, like pizza uh, with a hard R. Pizza? Yeah, pizza. It's like Pixar. Right? I want to sing one of the new songs, but I'm not going to. Bye. 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 <laughs>